Hello everyone, welcome to episode 74 of 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. Today we are talking about Garth Brooks and we're talking about the inauguration and we're talking about the ridiculousness of some of Garth's so-called fan base. Okay, so it's an undisputed fact, really, that uh, Garth Brooks is the GOAT, the greatest of all time, the greatest performer, certainly the greatest performer that country music has ever seen. There's still, if you dig deep onto the Garth Facebook groups, I'm in two or three different Garth Facebook groups, and there there are still some uh, unenlightened people out there that think that uh, his, his first two albums were country music, but then he became a pop artist, which is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, he's talked at length in interviews. I've heard him uh, in person on the Bobby Bones show say that... Uh, you know, he had to suffer through the early and middle parts of his career uh, with uh, with being called not country music. So it's weird in 2021 to think that there's people out there and there was a time where Garth Brooks wasn't considered country music in, enough. And that's what's absolutely ridiculous about this genre, really. Um, he's back in the news again because... It's Inauguration Day. Uh, congratulations, America. You have survived, unless something goes wrong in the next three hours, four hours as I'm recording this, you have survived the Trump administration. You are coming out of the dark at the end of this long tunnel. And yeah, you know, things aren't going to get better straight away. But when you have a leader with the empathy and understanding and intelligence that Joe Biden clearly has. Irrespective of what your actual political beliefs are, you cannot dispute that Biden is a nice guy. I watched um, the COVID memorial from uh, the reflecting pool in Washington last night on CNN. And, and you know, the the empathy and the, the understanding for what the American people have gone through uh, in the COVID pandemic it w- was clear to see for all and something that the Trump administration um, would never do in a million years. Anyway, I'm getting off track now because this is not a political um, podcast, although it probably is. So Garth Brooks is playing the inauguration today. He's playing Joe Biden's inauguration. And um, there is uh, a massive movement on the internet trying to cancel Garth Brooks. And what what ridiculous, what ridiculousness is this? I mean, for God's sake, (sighs) sometimes you just don't know where to start. The Dixie Chicks, as they were known back when they were the first... Uh, country music act to be cancelled before really cancelling was even a thing in in the woke uh, communities although the people that are trying to cancel Garth Brooks are probably the antithesis of woke it has to be said so the Dixie Chicks were the first act 
um, to to be cancelled as far as I can remember, um, thanks to lead singer Natalie Maines um, spouting off um, about George Bush from a London stage. We, as English people, bore some responsibility for the Dixie Chicks being cancelled, and uh, I wasn't in the crowd at that one, but I do know people that were there, and, um, you know... Whether you agree with what Natalie said or not, freedom of speech, she can say what she likes. But unfortunately, um, large parts of America decided that that was it for the for the Dixie Chicks as they were back then. And, uh, you know, it completely did ruin their career, altered their career to the point where I think they've only released two albums since then. And, uh, you know, they don't court the country community at all anymore. Um, this will not and cannot happen with Garth Brooks. So there are so many fans out there on the Facebook groups that I'm in. There are people on social media now, you know, calling Garth Brooks Biden buddy and sellout and, you know, left wing communist socialist just because he's chosen to play the inauguration. He, in his own words, said that it stands for unity and trying to bring the American people back together again, you know, at the, probably their most divided time since the McCarthy era of the 50s. So he's playing for unity. He hasn't come out and said whether he supports Biden or whatever. Um, but that isn't enough for uh, the Trump supporters and the QAnon supporters and the militia groups that unfortunately do share part of the same Venn diagram that country music fans share. We, uh, we tactically at uh, lyricmagazine.co.uk decided to release our Top 5 Tuesday article, which is an article we do every Tuesday ranking the top five country music songs of a particular artist. We decided to release our Garth Brooks version yesterday uh, to try and uh, ride the wave or piggyback on some of this uh, social media furore. So I put the Top 5 Tuesday article into all these Garth Brooks groups and, um, you know, I've had... Uh, I also tactically declared that The Dance wasn't his best song, just to try and gain some clickbait traction uh, at the same time. And uh, I've had more comments about trying to cancel Garth and, you know, people saying I'm no longer a fan of his, whatever, uh, than I have people going, oh, The Dance is easily his number one song. What the hell are you talking about? So it's amazing to see the negative opinions out there about Garth. But there is no way in 2021 that uh, the movement or the feelings or the people can cancel Garth uh, in the same way that the Dixie Chicks' were, careers were affected. The times are different now. There was no social media really back then. Um, streaming was only just in its embryonic form. And if you didn't buy a Dixie Chicks album, then they earned no money. If you didn't buy a ticket to their concerts... You know, they earn no money from the ticket sales or the merchandise. So, you know, a, a sort of social movement back in the early part of the millennium probably could affect um, uh, an artist's career. But the times are so different now that uh, there is no way. 
And I'm not even just addressing the ridiculousness of trying to cancel Garth Brooks for playing the inauguration. I'm I'm aghast at the levels of intelligence in people that believe that uh, that should be a thing. But even just looking at it dispassionately and looking at the effect these people could have, you know, each of these individual people in the career of Garth Brooks is probably like an individual grain of sand on the world's biggest beach. Garth is such an icon. He's got such a massive fan base that the Dixie Chicks never had. You know, he crosses... People like Garth Brooks who don't like country music because they just love, you know, what he does, what he stands for. They love his melodies, you know. Uh, And so there is no way in hell that Garth Brooks can be cancelled by these Trump-leaning ridiculous idiots country music is plagued by people who are tentative worried upset when anything to do with politics happens in to country music artists or in the country music world. And I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I often, I don't know. I don't know why politics and country music can't sit together side by side. You know, Tim McGraw and Tyler Hubbard also announced that they were doing something with their new song Undivided for the inauguration as well today. And f- all the more power to them. I hope, you know, that the more people who come out and go, look, this is, these are my feelings this is who I support, left or right, Republican or Democrat. You know, you can still like somebody just because they have a different political view to you. Maren Morris is taking all sorts of flack now on social media. She She's being held up by the, the, the Trump-supporting QAnon militia group conspiracy theorist type as being somebody who, you know, isn't reflective of how dare she be a country music artist and speak these views. And and the tricky part about country music is that it's obviously its heritage and its origins are in the South. Um, And geographically, you know, a lot of Trump's supporters are small C conservative, big C conservative, right wing, rural, um, you know, uh, Republican leaning militia conspiracy theorist QAnon types unfortunately I know I'm painting everybody with a broad brush but you know this this is what uh, this is where my thoughts are at the moment so country music and, and politics are uneasy bedfellows uh, but I just I just I don't know we brothers Osborne managed to put their political views out there very well without anyone going let's cancel brothers Osborne but there are still far too many people who are crybabies about... It's usually when artists come out as being Democrat or left-leaning. You know, artists who come out on the right wing of things, like John Rich, never seem to get cancelled. You know, you know, and uh, the, he's spouting, you know, just as many uh, incendiary viewpoints on social media as somebody like Brothers Osborne or Maren Morris is. But it's it's that link that country music has to the South and the politics of the South and the history of the South that makes country music and politics a very, very tricky situation. 
I, I admire anyone, whether they're on the left um, or the right, who is prepared to stand up and say what they believe in and go forward in their career. The people who are the cowards are the ones that don't say anything or the ones that dodge questions. You know, they're the ones that could do with growing a backbone. But as far as Garth Brooks is concerned, fair play to him. All the more power for playing the inauguration in a, in, in America's most divided period in an attempt to bring unity through music. You know, and, and what a ridiculous viewpoint some people have thinking that A, they should cancel Garth Brooks and B, that they can have any influence over Garth's career whatsoever. you for listening to 10 minute country today it's 13 minute country uh, with me james dakin and i will see you next time